Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, I want to get back to a topic I haven't talked about in a while, and that is proximity blindness. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about in terms of proximity blindness, uh, it's sort of, if you know the phrase, you can't see the forest for the trees, well, that's kind of what I want to talk about. You know, people that um, think, you know, the, the thing they see with their own eyes is the what they should be paying attention to and they don't have a lot of outside opinions or things like that and i can tell you i mean i <laughs> i have a degree in music right um and i spent a lot of my career working in music but now i have a business that is pretty much all marketing and all the things i've learned in the marketing world have come from outside ears outside eyes experts coaches uh, consultants that have worked with me, um, books that I've read, things like that. So I like to talk about this idea of proximity blindness or not being able to see the forest for the trees because I really believe that in anything that you do, especially if you're starting a podcast, you should always have outside eyes and ears, experts, coaches, join masterminds, have consultants to help you with your podcast or your business or whatever. Okay, we all suffer from proximity blindness, that un inability to see the forest for the trees. You really need that bird's eye view, that step back view to be able to have a good perspective on a problem sometimes. When you're too close to something, you're not gonna be able to have that 30,000 foot view of things, it's just not possible. That outside perspective is crucial for you to be able to find the truth in what you need. So when you're so focused, think about it this way, when you're so focused on the details of a situation, it's really hard to see the big picture at all or the bigger picture. Even if you see the big picture, there's a bigger picture out there. In the sense of running a business or starting a podcast, the various small immediate problems that you have to deal with every day make it impossible to focus or do anything about larger problems which might be causing the smaller ones. And that means you can't effectively deal with the smaller ones since the bigger problem, the forest, if we're talking about that analogy again, will always be generating new small problems, the trees, okay? Um, I found a similar saying as I was thinking about this episode and talking about this in the past uh, to the forest for your trees, to the forest for the trees, and it's, it's um, appropriate because I live in Florida. But this is for this phrase, when you're up to your waist in alligators, when you're up to your waist in alligators, it's hard to remember that you came here to drain the swamp, okay? So in order to get rid of the alligators, you need to drain the swamp. But you can't drain the swamp because if you're fighting the alligators, they'll eat you up. And in order to drain the swamp, you need to use all of your available attention and efforts, which are currently fully occupied by avoid, avoiding being eaten by the alligators. But the swamp is the real problem. And if you can't get rid of that, and if you can get rid of that, actually, the alligators disappear, right? They won't live in a dry area. So you're seeing details or problems or information, but you don't recognize that there's something larger involved. You're only seeing the surface. But let's think about this in terms of growth as well. Rather than seeing the little problems while missing the big problems, what if the big things you're missing are actually opportunities or good possibilities? The trees seem simple or easy to deal with, 
so you aren't seeing anything else. And you may simply admire the trees or walk on by something wonderful, or you may cause a small problem to become a larger one because you failed to realize that the trees were actually an entire forest. And this is where a coach, a consultant, a mastermind, uh, just partners in some way can help you see the things you're missing, okay? That's why I want you to think about getting outside help. Now, before we go, I want to leave you with an ancient parable, okay? And this kind of expresses the idea of proximity blindness. Um, you may have heard it before. It's called the, the Blind Men and the Elephant. And I'm not a literary scholar. I'm not an expert on ancient parables. Um, so I'm bringing in my consultant, Wikipedia, to tell you more about it because, uh, you know, I needed outside information on this one. So here it is. The parable of the blind men and the elephant originated on the ancient Indian subcontinent from where it's been widely diffused and kind of muddied up. However, the meaning of the popular proverb differs in other countries. Um, it's a story about a group of blind men who have never come across an elephant before and who learn and conceptualize what the elephant is and what it's like by touching it. Each blind man feels a different part of the elephant's body, but only one part such as the side or the tusk or the trunk. And then they describe the elephant based on their limited experience and their descriptions of the elephant are different from each other. Some versions, they come to suspect that the other person is dishonest and they fight. And <laughs> but the moral of the parable is that humans have a tendency to claim absolute truth based on their limited subjective experience as they ignore other people's limited subjective experiences, which may be equally true. Now, the earliest versions of this parable um, found, are found in Buddhist and Hindu texts, and they discuss the limits of perception and the importance of complete context, which again, in this situation can be provided by outside eyes and, and help in that 30,000 foot view. Um, it has several Indian variations, um, but broadly it goes like this. Okay, so here's the, here's the parable. A group of blind men heard that a strange animal called an elephant had been brought to the town, but none of them were aware of its shape and form. Out of curiosity, they said, we must inspect and know it by touch of which we are capable. So they sought it out, and when they found it, they groped about. In the case of the first person whose hand landed on the trunk, said, this being is like a thick snake. For another one whose hand reached its ear, it seemed like a kind of fan. As for another person whose hand was on its leg, they said that the elephant is like a pillar, like a tree trunk. The blind man who placed its hand upon the side of the elephant said, well, this elephant is a wall. Another who felt its tail described it as a rope. The last, the last blind man felt its tusk, stating that the elephant is, which is hard and smooth like a spear. So there you have it. If you think you might be um, suffering from proximity blindness, I want you to consider looking for groups that you could join, looking for other people that could advise you, even if it's other um, people in your industry or people that you collaborate with. Look for those things because they will definitely help you. That's all I have for this week. Um, again, if you like this podcast, I'd love for you to share it. I would love for you to review it. i uh, love for you to tell other people about it because that helps me get feedback and that also helps other people find the show and get help. 
So thanks again. I'll see you next week.